0: Hey everyone, welcome back to The Potter's House, the podcast where we discuss how biblical topics, church life, and current events impact our everyday lives. My name is Marcus Janescu, and I am still your host. Yes, even in this new year, I know I've been uh, gone for a little while, uh, kind of an abrupt end to 2021. I had promised, or not really promised, but I kind of gave you... a. Uh, A hint and a hope for uh, a Christmas kind of related special. But uh, as many of you guys know, uh, based off the last few episodes, we were announcing a conference. It was hectic. It was busy. Uh, There was COVID. So it just got super busy for me in that that moment. But I am so excited to be here in the new year and to wish you guys uh, not only a Merry Christmas, but a Happy New Year. And I hope you guys are are living for the Lord. I hope you're thriving. I hope everything is good. And I hope you guys have not quit on your resolutions and especially not on your Bible plans, guys. It's only January. So please, please keep keep that up. So uh I'm here, I'm excited, I'm stoked to record again. It's been a while, and today for the first episode back on the Potter's House, we have Mr. Nathan Toplian. Nate, how's it going, man? Hey brother, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm I I am energized and from what people don't know is that usually, right before um, I start recording, um, I always like, I have to be upbeat, you know, but usually it's funny because whenever I start recording, I'm like, man, I'm like, I've got no energy. I'm just, I'm tired. I'm like, and then I just have to brighten up. But this time it's different. This time I'm actually like conveying what I feel, you know, I'm I'm stoked, I'm excited, and I'm ready to record and uh, I'm I'm excited for, for our topic today.
1: Yeah, same, bro, it's a new year. So new year always comes
0: with new excitements. Absolutely. And uh, before we get into anything too serious here, um, Nate, for the people out there who do not know you, why don't you uh, use this opportunity to uh, introduce yourself?
1: Hey guys, my name is Nathan. Um, I come from Sacramento, California, born and raised. Uh, I serve at Victory Romanian Christian Center here in Sacramento. Um, And yeah, I'm just serving in my church, love the Lord. Um, Finished with a bachelor's degree at Moody Bible Institute. Decided to spend my uh life serving the lord
0: and uh it's been a roller coaster but it's been uh, a great time um, i can see god is faithful through it all amen amen and uh moody's a great school man i've been uh me myself, I've been like looking at like the whole seminary route uh, for like graduate education, yeah. and I don't think I don't know if I'm gonna go all the way to Chicago. I don't want to make any promises or anything, <laughs> but uh, there's a lot of good places out there. Moody's one of them, and yeah. uh, we're stoked to have you on here, um, especially someone who's serving the Lord at, at your capacity. So we're excited for this episode. But before we get into that, guys, um, let me just make a couple of announcements that maybe you haven't heard in a while, but. Uh, First and foremost, you can follow us on our Instagram account, which is at the Potter's House, and that's where you'll pretty much find any or all information regarding the podcast, upcoming news, uh, anything I'll pretty much post there. Uh, Next, we have streaming, and uh, for those of you that have been here for a while, we stream most notably on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and a couple of other platforms, and up until now, I've been saying go to Apple Podcasts if if you guys have an iPhone. Uh, click on the show, subscribe or follow or whatever it says, scroll down, tap the stars and leave a written review. So for those of you who have not done that yet, please do that. But now I will announce that uh, I think it's as of December, Spotify released a new feature where you can go into Spotify and uh, it doesn't let you write a review, but it lets you tap stars. So you you can give a five-star review even on Spotify. I put it on the Instagram story about a month ago. Uh, but for, for those of you, if you have an iPhone and you did that on Apple Podcasts, even if you did it on Apple Podcast, please migrate over to Spotify. If you have an account, tap the stars because uh, it really helps with the exposure of the show and I would really appreciate it I think so far on Spotify, there's like 15 five stars, which is good considering we haven't had an episode since then. Uh, But keep doing that. Keep sharing it. Uh, It really helps with everything. And I truly, truly appreciate it. So uh, next we got a website. It's still there. Uh, Haven't done anything with it yet. I know, sad face. It's just got really busy. And hopefully I'll find some time to to take care of that. Uh, We still have that up there. But uh, other than that, I don't know if I'm forgetting anything because I typically do this over memory, but Nate, let's just get started. If I forget something, we'll I'll mention it at the end. Um, but as you kind of mentioned, um, actually you did not mention this on the episode yet, but you mentioned this before we started recording. Uh, you were, you were here with us at the uh, conference that we just hosted here in uh, Southern California. And it's the one that we've been talking about these last couple episodes for the, for those of you guys who've been following. And, uh, praise God, everything turned great. Um, we had a massive COVID surge the week before. Uh, I think it happened Christmas Eve. So Christmas Eve was a Friday night. And uh, the conference started the following Friday night. And uh, we got a bunch of people got sick. Um, it, it was very minor. Everyone was out for like two days and was able to come back. But uh, you know, some, some some people's voices were a little rusty. They were just out of it. It was hard because um, there wasn't much there wasn't much help for preparation because people were sick that week. So it was just a couple of us who were going in there, but, uh, we pulled through, uh, not us, God pulled through and he worked and, uh, you know, we were happy to have you there, Nate, thank you for serving. And, uh, there was one thing that you said that kind of sparked, uh, an idea, um, uh, for this, for this episode to, to kick things off this year. And it was something that you said in your, in your prayer encouragement, you talked about, uh, what it means to be, or to kind of follow um, God's ear to kind of promote that as opposed to promoting what you have planned. And uh, you mentioned you saw this on uh, on social media, and I, a lot of us actually saw it too. I think it was a couple of days before. Um, I think I think her name is Ali Yarid, but she's a pretty mm-hmm. popular Christian influencer on Instagram, and she made that post, and then it just got reshared like a million times all over Instagram yeah. and I think Twitter as well. Um, but when I heard that, I was like, wow, that's 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 pretty interesting. That's that's something that is very easily said, but very, very, very difficult to accomplish uh, just because uh, for a variety of reasons that I'm sure we're going to we're going to talk about today. But uh, Nate, getting things started here, how did uh, I'm assuming you, you kind of saw one of those posts and that, that kind of gave you the idea for this. But uh, what is, I guess, in an introduction way, in an introductory way, what is your perspective on on this term God's year?
1: Yeah. So when I uh, saw this post, you know, um, a lot of times we start this new year and we think about like all the accomplishments we can do, you know, lose weight, build my business, um, do certain changes in my life. And we always focus on ourselves. And the thing is, is that we come with, in a sense, like a list um, of things like check a checklist before God. And we say, hey, God, this is kind of like my, my desires. This is my checklist. Um, let me get your like your stamp of approval on it and let's move forward with this year. Uh, and, and I believe that that's such a powerful statement, like let it be the God's year for our lives, because it sets the focus back on God rather than on us and our desires and our will. Um, and just the way that that the Lord has been kind of working in my life and, and speaking to my heart, um, I believe that this is accomplished um, by spiritual worship. And, and I know that this is a topic that some people have touched on, but um is something that the Lord has been teaching me and showing me in His Word the significance of being a true worshiper of God, um, and and how well these two ideas tie together.
0: Spiritual worship. So, how does that? Because uh, you know, it makes sense, but that that's that's kind of like a, a big term out there, and I think a lot of people, especially maybe younger listeners or people newer to yeah. the faith, they may not understand what that means. Uh, what they when they hear worship, all they Um, associate that with is just singing songs at the beginning of the service before the message. Uh, But what is the difference or what is spiritual worship as maybe expand on it more? And then how does that differ from the standard worship time that we have allocated in our, in our uh, church services?
1: Well, yeah, like you, like you said, a lot of times, um, even, even, you know, I'm sure both of us have experienced this growing up as young youth, we come to um, our youth nights or even our, our church services and, you know, we hear these worship songs that we truly love, and and we have this kind of like emotional uh, just outpour towards God, and we're raising our hands, we're praying loud, uh, we're getting into it, and we're being very expressive to the Lord. And um, a lot of a lot of youth that that I've spoken with also the same thing. I love to worship God. I love to be in worship to the Lord. Um, and, and we're so, um, capped off on our understanding of what worship is to just like words on a screen or just like a melody that we sing Mm -hmm. or just like a sound that we bring before the Lord. Um, but spiritual worship goes much deeper than that. I feel like spiritual worship, um, touches our lives. It it has to do with the way that we live our lives. And, um, it goes, um, to scripture. When I go to scripture, I I look at Romans chapter 12. I I know that I, I read this passage, um, for the conference, um, and, and I'll I'll just read it right here. Romans chapter twelve, starting from verse one, it says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Um, and and we we see that Paul over here, he kind of talks about spiritual worship, he identifies spiritual worship. Um, and it's not in, not in a way that we kind of understand. We gotta, we kind of have to understand exactly the way that he presents it and and, and he forms it together. He says, uh, by the mercy of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice. So, l- being a living sacrifice is actually what it means to 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 have a spiritual to spiritually worship the Lord. You know, um, and how does that look like practically um, in our lives? we understand uh, sacrifice in the Old Testament um, it was when when people the, the, the Israelites would, would come to the temple and they would bring an animal to the Lord um, and they would sacrifice that animal in order to worship him and, and, and in a sense to give glory to him to give honor to him um, whether it was for their sins whether it was for for you know different types of worship um, it always had to do with an animal sacrifice and um, we see over here that Paul compares you know, us being that sacrifice to spiritual worship. Um, and, and I, I believe that, that when we worship God in a spiritual manner, it is more of the way that we live our lives rather than the, what we sing, um, and you know, how we raise our hands, how we express ourselves, uh, to God in a service.
0: Yeah. And I think the word for that, um, is consecration. That's like the the biblical word to kind of set yourself aside and, uh, prepare yourself for, for that year, you know, in this context that we're talking about in this episode is, is for the upcoming year. And, um, even, even in like, when it comes to like the animal sacrifice, there was always a preparation process. I mean, yeah. the old Testament talks about, you know, prepare the calf, prepare this, prepare, it's always about preparation. And I think, um, we, before we can see, I don't want to say before that we can see God and work in our life, but before we can kind of achieve that status of, of putting our faith in God and, and seeing how he works clearly um, and being empowered by that, uh, we have to prepare ourselves in that way, like the consecration, right? To, to set ourselves aside and understand that you know, our, our bodies are a temple and that, um, you know, we're, we're an extension of, of the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ. So, um, yeah. and the, and the, and I get the the passage uh, that reminded me of that is actually um I have it actually pulled up here. It's Isaiah 40, 30 to 31. Yeah. And it says, even youths shall faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mm-hmm. mount up like uh they should mount up with wings like eagles, they shall run and not be weary, they shall walk and not faint. So it's kind of like and I think this is like a good resolutions kind of verse because it says, People who are young and young men, right? They'll be faint, they'll be weary, they'll be exhausted because they're kind con- they're kind of not living in that spiritual worship, like you were saying, they're, they're relying on their own strength and understanding, but those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. And, and mm-hmm. it's sort of like a preparation process. But that no, that totally makes sense. Like, and, and for those of you out there who are listening, like worship is not just, like Nate said, the words that you sing on a, on a screen or how you express that feeling you get when you're singing a song. It's much more than that. And worship should never stop. It should be an yeah. ongoing seven-day-a-week process. Amen. It's it's a lifestyle. Yeah. Um,
1: and worship, I believe, begins after we leave our church buildings mm-hmm. um, and the way that we live our lives, you know, in the workplace, at school, at home. Um, it, it reminds me um, of a passage we uh, we we see in Galatians chapter 220. We all know this passage and it says that I have been crucified with Christ and it is no longer I who live, but it is Christ who lives in me. Uh, so uh, that concept of of, of being uh, a living sacrifice is like, hey, I'm laying down, I'm I'm crucifying, I'm I'm in a sense killing the flesh, putting to death the flesh and the ways of the flesh, and and living in the spirit, living in the newness of life that I receive from God, and and in that sense being obedient to the Lord and the new life that He gave me, uh, that's like worshiping Him and that's being bringing glory unto Him.
0: And let me ask you this: I'm gonna ask you like a, a, a personal question because I think people can relate to to personal questions and answers. Um, let's look at let's look back at last year because before we kind of go into this year, I think using another year in our lives, especially the most recent one, uh, kind of setting up as setting that up as a comparison really kind of sets a perspective. Uh, but last year for you, um, would you say that you spent most of the year? Um, in that spiritual worship like consecrated for what God has uh God has planned for your life and, or or is it more so like kind of us you know doing your own thing and then seeing how God's will is obviously manifested because he's sovereign uh, but what, what was your perspective last year? And, and feel free to say, yes, you had the spiritual worship. It, no one's going to accuse you of being proud. You know, obviously we're honest with ourselves. And, and if people are are walking in the right way, then it's, it's an encouragement to, to everyone else. Well, I mean,
1: to the best of my abilities, you know, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll put it that way. You know, we're not perfect. I'm not perfect for sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, when I, when I look back at last year uh, I, I kind of, I'm growing an understanding of what it means to worship God. You know, like I, I, would, I would come uh, to church and I mean, many of us would do that. And, and we would come to church. We, we would come in and do kind of like our duties, right? You know, I'm going to go sing at youth choir because that's my duty. I'm going to go preach my message because that's my duty. Uh, but then the, the thing is, is when we leave church, we continue with our everyday lives without realizing, hey, what actually is our responsibility before the Lord, even when, you know, the lights turn off. And, you know, everything is done in our church programs. And so I'm learning that, hey, I can preach a good message on Sunday, but that's not enough. How about me preaching a good message when I'm in the workplace, you know, Mm -hmm. with people that don't know Christ, when I'm, you know, at school with people who don't know Christ, um, when I'm at home and my, my, you know, parents might be a little bit, you know, um, annoying. And, and, you know, I, I want to be disobedient to them for those younger, younger, uh, uh, youth out there that, that maybe struggle with that as well. Um, how do you respond to that? That's your spiritual worship. You know, it's easy for us to come to church and, and to, uh, in a sense, be dressed nice and, and and do what we know what we have to do. But, um, it's much more difficult to be obedient to the Lord when, you know, when nobody's looking or when you're out in this world.
0: Um, yeah. And that's a good point. Like, uh, we get so caught up in the duties, and we think that, um, and uh, we think that we're doing such a great work, which we could be. Um, but if our focus is on that kind of accomplishing a task or making a check on a checklist, then we kind of forget and neglect the rest of the week, and uh, we're we're almost uh, we're not having that spiritual worship because it's the rest of our lives is not impacted by that, and therefore by by extension. Other people's lives are not being uh, impacted in that way as well, but um, I think for the young people out there, if, if you do, for example, because there's a lot of people uh, who kind of relate to what you just said, um, where they they see church as completing a bunch of tasks or it's their duty to come play in the worship team or sing in the choir, and then they have they have this realization that like, oh wow, I during the week I'm not reading the Bible at all, I barely pray, um, I, even even the even right before I go to sleep, I stop praying or right before I have a meal, I stop praying. So they realize that and then they automatically get discouraged. And they think that, the, that solu- their solution for this issue is to back away from the church for a temporary amount of time uh, and and kind of like neglect their duties and kind of step away from that, where the actual response should be like, hey, let me clean up my act. Let me get started. Let me not remove myself from, from service or from the church, because that's only can have a negative impact because these duties that we have, even though we don't see it, may have a pos- may have a positive impact in our lives, and they actually do because yeah. we're there, we're fellowshiping with the saints, we're serving God, even if our heart's not fully in it. It uh, it sets uh, a precedent for the following week, and the following week, and the following yeah. year. So I yeah. think it's really important that the young people understand that. Yeah, I I, I think it it um,
1: better put it um, is is we have our church lives, and then we have our just like every like weekly. Uh, day, weekly day lives, you know, mm-hmm. and so we live in two lives. And so the, the the truth is that when we are in Christ, when we believe unto him, we receive a new life. And now um, this is the way of life, you know, whether we're at church, whether we're in our workplace. And of course um, being plugged into the body of Christ is essential, you know, and, and, and worshiping God there and, and bringing something to, to the temple of the Lord with the saints, it's essential for us at that fellowship. Um, but at, at the same time, as we have to understand that we got to we got to carry that um, even when we step out of the church. And so, what what is the better way to understand it is that our life continues even outside of the church. That spiritual life, um, that fellowship life with the Lord, lo- walking alongside the Lord.
0: Yeah, and uh, I think uh, yeah, you're right because it, it's not so much like living two lives, but it's having this one life. And the fruit of that life is your duty and responsibility at church. And then the fruit of that life is also what you do Monday through Saturday as well. Yeah. And you see those fruits from that from that one life. And then actually, the, the following verse uh, in that passage you read, uh, Romans 12, 2, talks about being transformed, not conforming to the world, being transformed by the renewal of your mind. And that transformation happens in us. It's a single transformation. And then after we're transformed— then we can kind of get everything else taken care of. Uh, but I feel like a lot of people and I feel like you know I, we always go back to the whole Romanian church uh, bring you know how we're, how we were brought up, but um, mm. there was such a strong emphasis on service and being involved and and showing face in, in the congregation in, in those weekly meetings that that's what people were one to. and once they start getting burned out and once they start uh, seeing, I don't know hypocrisy or they have strife with another member of the body of Christ, then they kind of, they're discouraged, right? And their foundation isn't what it should be. It's not on Christ. It's not the, they weren't actually transformed. They're just there because it's a routine for them. Uh, But I feel like once that transformation happens, then we're able to spiritual worship. Then we start seeing the fruit. Then we can fully rely on God and really make it God's ear. Because our 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 desires are going to be God's desires. We're going to have a new heart that He's going to give us, and we'll be ready and submissive to His word and His will. Yeah, it's it's bringing Him back to the center of it all, right? Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. we do what we do because of Him, because of who He is and what He has done for us. You know, um, and I think that's the key is is bringing God back to the center of it.
0: Absolutely, yeah. and and uh, so so bringing God back to the center. So let's say someone had a worse year than we did last year? Let's say they were, um, coming to church per- periodically, they were doing what they needed to do. Let's say it was a bigger church. So th- maybe they weren't as recognized, um, in, in that particular congregation, but, um, h- what steps should they take? If let's say they want to make this God's year in their life, they're like, okay, 2021's behind me. I kind of showed up here and there. The rest of my week wasn't reflecting, uh, what i claim to be as a christian how can i change what what steps what practical steps can i take uh to change in that way starting in 2022
1: yeah that's a great question well i mean if especially if this last year um even during COVID, and and, you know some some churches were closed some churches were you know remained open but um just going back to the church, getting plugged back into the body of Christ, you know, uh, finding uh, fellowship in the body. I feel like that's essential as well. Uh, but but um, in a practical sense, when we uh, carry out through our everyday lives is uh, just having fellowship with the Lord, having ha- understanding what your identity is, who you are before God, right? You are a child of God. Uh, and when you are a child of God, um, you have access to him. You can speak with him. Um, You can, you can conversate with him. You know, a lot of people think that, Hey, if I pray to God, I have to be on my knees or I have to be in a specific posture. Um, uh, And, and the way that, the way that I've kind of understood things is because I'm a child of God. I I talk to him like he's my dad. Sometimes I'm driving down the road and I'm I'm speaking to God. I'm talking to God, you know? Um, And it's, it's understanding that, that your relationship with him is not just one of like, hey, I'm entering into the Holy Holies. And now like, I have to like be a specific way before him. He's your father. He loves you. He knows you by name. He knows your weaknesses, your strengths, and it's just going back to the roots of hey. Because I'm a child of God, and I, I could have fellowship with Him, uh, begin to begin to you know just fellowship with Him throughout, throughout your day, uh, wherever you're at. Begin to talk with Him and commune with Him, um, and and when we in a sense plug into the to the vine, right, um, we begin to receive life and life in abundance. Um, so I believe it all comes down to fellowshipping with God on a, on a daily basis, not just on Sundays, not just when there's a prayer meeting or when there's a conference is, hey, um, is it, my uh, day-to-day life centered upon God, centered upon Christ? Am I, am I plugged in? Am I, am I fellowshipping with him um, on a daily basis? Um, is it something that I, that I practice on a daily basis or is it just something that I do once a week and then I'm good? You know, Is, is going back to just the, the simple things, hey, opening up the word of God and just reading the word of God and and allowing the word of God to impact your life. Um, There's nothing, you know, you don't have to have a a crazy spiritual experience. It's just going back to the roots, going back to the basics, Uh, pray to God, read his word, uh, get plugged into the body. Um, And then you'll see your life begin to transform. Um, being obedient to Him, when we are obedient to Him, then our transformation happens in our minds, and then we were able to discern the will of God. We're able to walk in the will of God uh, per se. And so, um, I encourage you, those who those who maybe have had a rough uh, year in 2021, uh, who have might have you know fallen away from the church, or or have you know fallen back into certain sins that you've previously let go, and now they came back into your life. Uh, my encouragement to you is 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 go back to the basics. Uh, go go back to the foundation. Hey, I'm gonna start fellowshipping with God. I'm, I'm gonna start praying to him. I'm gonna start being intentional by refocusing myself upon him. He's my rock, he's my foundation. And I'm gonna start there. And then when we begin to start there, um, those sins that came back, they'll start, they'll start disappearing, they'll start going away. Um, your desires will begin to change. Your mindset begins to change. Your life begins to transform because we're renewing ourselves in him every single day.
0: What I will say, and this realization I I had not too long ago because for me, 2021 was a lot of... uh, Yeah, it was duty, but the thing is my my responsibilities and duties extended past Sunday. So I feel like someone and involved in that capacity, like 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 me and you who who preach in the church and we're we're constantly in the word, not because maybe we enjoy it, but because we have to be, because we have to prepare something for that for that weekend. Um when when you get that busy we kind of fall into this trap of thinking like yeah I'm 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 doing all this stuff where in reality it's it's not it doesn't come from the right motivation, right? It doesn't come from the right heart. And from what I realized, considering I was, I was really busy with ministry stuff, with the podcast, with church, is that everything I did was as a response to a duty, a response or a responsibility that I had in the church or with this ministry. And, um, I didn't have a genuine yearning and desire to spend time with the Lord in scripture or spend time with the Lord in, in, on my knees in prayer. Um, a lot of churches, uh, this year, even after the whole COVID shutdown, they kind of remodified their services, and they don't have as much prayer anymore. Um, and and it's just uh, it's just a different focus, especially the way that we were raised and brought up as remaining Pentecostals. Um, mm-hmm. But the way what I realized recently, what I started practicing recently, is that like now I do have a strong desire to spend time with the Lord in 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 the Word, in prayer, and it just being consecrated and and being holy for him you know through Christ yeah. and what i want to like the message i kind of want to convey the, to these young people out there is that hey yes even though you don't desire to read the word uh, every single day yeah we still have grace and we can we can go before the lord in prayer but don't get comfortable with that kind of lifestyle if i if for me as a person if i don't desire to spend time with the lord in in prayer and in the word every single day then, yeah. While we have grace, at the same time, that that should be a red flag for us. We cannot get comfortable in that. That that cannot be our routine. If assume that there's something wrong that you need to fix, maybe assume that there's maybe a secret sin, as we read in the Psalms, a secret sin that needs to be forgiven, uh, or anything. Because I think a lot of people get comfortable in where they're where they're at, and they try to find this sort of rhythm that works for them. Where in reality, if you're if you're if you're embracing this term that we that we have coined here, God's year, uh, most of the days you're not going to have that rhythm, right? Most of the days you're not going to follow that routine. Life is going to come up. Things are going to come from all different ty- types of directions. Um, it's going to shake up your foundation a little bit, but we need to be strong in the Lord, and that means every day. Like we, we look at things year by year, but at the same time, we have to live for the Lord month by month, week by week, day by day hour by hour second by second every single every single moment of our lives we need to live for the lord and i, I just i don't know i felt I, I felt that pressing on my heart to to share with the people because a lot of people don't have that desire and and we talk we talk so much about grace like yeah you know just ask god to give you the desire yes that's true but get on it get on it now don't wait for 2023 do it right now starting this year yeah amen um
1: because he has plans. I mean, he has, he has great plans for you and, yeah, and there's a will that he has for your life and he desires you to walk in that. Um, and, and just accessing that is, is, is through a relationship with him. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like, like you said, you just got to into him and, and, um, it goes down to the fact that, Hey, our God is alive. We don't just do this. Like these words that are written on, on, in our, in our Bibles are not just simple words. These words are living These words are alive. You know, he can speak to you through the word. Um, And so understanding the relationship that you have with God, you are his son. You are his daughter. He sees you. He knows you. He wants to speak to you. Uh, through his word. He wants to speak, to answer your prayers. Uh, he, he, he wants to commune with you, to fellowship with you. And understanding that there's a God that actually desires and pursues you, um, understanding that, it kind of will, will motivate you or make you more open to it. Like, hey, he loves you. And and maybe the, the reason why some of you guys are listening to this is because he's pursuing you and He's he wants you to get back on uh, bringing him to the center and speaking with him and having fellowship with him and having a relationship with him. Um, so it, it, for, for me, it all comes down to, you know, I don't do this because I need to have, you know, there's, there's duties, there's responsibilities. There's, there's many, many years where I would, you know, just put together a sermon and just preach it just to preach it because I had to preach, you know, but, um, uh, the, the truth is, 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 um, I have a relationship with that. We have a relationship with him, Right. And out of our relationship with him and out of what he speaks to us in his word that's living, it should be the outpour of our lives in in our ministry, right? Our our ministry is not something I'm just going to prepare a word to prepare a word. I'm going to share what the Lord has imparted to me out of my relationship with him. Uh, And so even if you're in ministry and you feel burnt out, uh, just – Go back and, and examine uh your your motives. Why do you do what you do? You know, do you do it because you, you want to fulfill a requirement or a responsibility for your church? Or um, are you allowing the the overflow of your relationship with God uh a kind of be the ministry that you bring to the people, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that's the attitude we should have every single day. Uh, yeah. and we need we need to take it seriously because if not, then it's just gonna be another me year. You know, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be yeah. Uh, God's year, and and we use this term very, very loosely, but at the end of the day, every year is God's year. Um, God's will is sovereign. He's going to, if he's not going to work through any one of us, he's going to work through someone else. It's going to happen. But I think the point for you listeners out there, the point that we're trying to make is that, um, you know, it's God's year for your life, that you can be used, that he can be glorified through you. And he can be glorified, not even, not just through your strengths, but through your weaknesses as well. And we see that multiple times in scripture, but uh, just to make it like a little more practical, because we talked about someone who was not living for the Lord. And now they're, they're trying to have a different outlook on this year. Um, What about, and, and we, I think we have a lot of, a lot of people out there who, who kind of fall into this category, but what about the people who have experienced a lot of pain and suffering this past year? Uh, maybe they were living for the Lord, but there was just a lot of grief. Maybe they lost a loved one. Maybe um, it was some sort of financial hardship or or whatever, something in the family, something spiritual. Um, How would you encourage them? Uh, Because I I feel like to these people, yeah, you can kind of give them hope uh, about God reigning over their lives and Christ living through them. Um, But if they're so hardened to these experiences that they've faced, maybe it's difficult for them to kind of have that perspective. Maybe they kind of reject the idea of God's ear because um, they relied on it last year and all this sorrow and grief was produced. So how would you respond to someone who's gone through uh, a lot of of these difficult experiences this past year or these past few years? Uh, And how would you kind of give them hope at the end of the tunnel, a light at the end of the tunnel that this is the year that God can really Glorify himself through them that he can work through them through their family through their situation.
1: Yeah, that's a great question, um, and I believe that a, lo- a lot of us um, in the church have experienced um, hardship. Uh, whether it was through you know um, the COVID shutdowns and and us being isolated, or whether it was through you know uh, loved ones dying, um, there was definitely a lot of hardship, and I feel like a lot of a lot of people in the church have struggled with depression, with anxiety, with loneliness. And, and that's such a, a heavy weight to carry. Um, and the way that that I've seen it play out in my life and, and the way that the Lord has has kind of like spoken to me in my life is um, uh, through hardships. There's always a reason. There's always a purpose. Uh, mm-hmm. The Lord never brings, uh, never allows anything to come into your life with, with no purpose or no reason behind it. You know, there's a reason why uh, you went through what you went through. You know, whether it was a sickness, whether it was a loss, uh, whether it was, uh, um, you know, you losing your job or whatever it might have been. There's a reason why uh, the Lord allowed these things to happen. Um, and and essentially it, it comes down with with breaking us, right? A lot of times uh, we, we become this person and we think we're okay. We, we think we're right with the Lord, right? Um, maybe maybe you're, you're in the church, maybe you're not in the church and, and you're confident in yourself but but the Lord wants more from you He desires more for you. Um, he, he, he desires a more intimate relationship with you. Um, and what he'll do is he'll begin to shake our foundation. He'll begin to shake us and, 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 and bring storms, bring waves, bring certain trials that, that kind of break us right? Um, and, it, and it kind of changes our, our understanding of certain things or even develops or deepens our understanding of certain things. Um, and we begin to, to shape and mold. Um, and so um, if these last two years were, were just difficult years years for you, look back and, and try to see, Lord, what were you teaching me? What were you showing me? What exactly, what was the purpose that, that you brought these things in, in my life? And, and where, do you, where do you want me to go? Because at the end of the day, there's a plan for every single purpose. I mean, for every single person. Um, there, there's, a, there's a purpose for every single person. Um, and, and in order for, for, for God to bring the fulfillment of that purpose in your life, there's times where he brings certain situations or circumstances that shape us, mold us, strengthen us, empower us, Ah uh, to move forward to to the to the next season or the purpose that the Lord has for our lives. Um, and and you know it it, it goes back to um, even even the passage that we we read in Romans chapter twelve, uh, that that once we are we are we begin to be renewed and transformed in our minds by the relationship that we have with Jesus fellowshipping with him, we'll be able to discern what the will of the Lord, which is yeah. perfect. It is pleasing to him. It is acceptable. It is perfect. It is a good. It is a good plan. It is a good will, you know. And so understand that that whatever the Lord is bringing in your life, He is just shaping you and molding you and bringing you to the point to understand what His will is to be able to walk His ways and and walk out His will for your life, you know. Um, God will never never bring anything in your life with no purpose.
0: Absolutely, uh, Romans eight eighteen says, "For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing." With the glory that is to be revealed to us, and uh, it, it's it's totally true. God, like you said, God is not going to allow something that doesn't have a purpose. Um, yeah. He's he's going to work through those different trials, and um, and we see it in, in in James one. You know, count count the trials, count it all as joy. And I, I heard a pastor speaking once saying that um, when he was talking about James chapter one, and there's trials and there's joy, uh, one of one of them is unavoidable, right? Trials are unavoidable. If you you don't have to go seeking trials, they're, they're, trials are going to find you. You know you, you can mm-hmm. run, but you can't hide. But it's the joy, what you do with that, what how you respond to yeah. those trials, is is the true test of faith. And that joy is the joy that you have to essentially seek, that you have to be active to to experience, because the trials are going to come. We live in an imperfect world, in imperfect bodies, with an imperfect situation, and and trials are inevitable. But, um. I guess for me speaking personally about, about going through something and kind of, um, asking God why, um, not to be too specific, but last year I kind of, you know, I went through something and, and, you know, I was, I was mature enough to ask God. I'm like, okay, God, what are you trying to teach me? You know? And I, I kind of, I guess handled it better than, than some people did not as good as other people did. And then not too long afterwards, I kind of went through it exactly again, like the exact, almost exact same situation. And at that point I got upset. I'm like, God, are you serious? Like I already like, why? Like I, I I just went through this. Like, I felt like you already taught me this lesson. Um, but only later did I realize that, that I had not learned from that where maybe I saw some, like a, a shadow or a glimpse of, of the, of, of the answer or what, or, or basically what God was trying to teach me of that lesson. But only after pursuing him, spending time in his word, spending time in prayer, um, being faithful to him, did I have that like this passage we're saying in Romans eight, um, the glory that is to be that is to be revealed to us. That 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 glorious revelation that, hey, this this is way above me, this is way beyond me. This has nothing to do with me. This has to do with with the ministry of, of Christ and, and what God wants to accomplish through us on this earth before the second coming of Christ. And and once I had that realization, once I had that full submission to the Holy Spirit, uh, did I truly see the reasoning and and uh the almost the justification behind those trials and those difficult moments and and for me it wasn't that serious i mean other people experience a death of a loved one or, or go through some chronic illness and and there are a lot of those people who who are still j- joyful and faithful even in those dark times and i feel like yeah. those are the people that we can really learn from um but it's it's important to to note that um if we don't see the reason why things are happening if we don't see um the lesson that God's trying to teach us through that trial, maybe we have to dig a little deeper. Maybe we have to be more into Scripture, and we need to reevaluate our lives. We need to reassess um, our current spiritual state to see if we're prepared for that revelation. Because sometimes we are not, and and that's true a lot of the case. You know, it just
1: this passage came to mind when um, Israel came to the Promised Land, right, right at the entrance of the Promised Land, and the, and the Lord sent the Lord told them to send spies. And when the spies came back, they were they were like, it's it's beautiful. It's exactly how the Lord described it. But there's our enemies, the, the enemies that are there, the fortified cities. And, and they brought all the negatives. And they were so discouraged and, in a sense, defeated because of the negatives. Um, and, and the Lord sent them in the wilderness for 40 years until that which was negative, that generation that didn't have faith and didn't believe and wasn't able to, to walk into the promises of the Lord, they died off you know, they, they, they were consumed by the wilderness, but that generation that grew under them uh, was a generation that was, that was ready to receive, right. was a new generation, was a fresh generation. And in, in a sense that the Lord uh, will allow certain situations, certain circumstances to make maybe reoccur in your life because there's still some, some things that need to be changed. There's still some areas that need to be confronted. There's still some, some spots that he needs to, to, you know, Possess and we need to surrender it over to the Lord in order for Him to have a, a fresh, new, built-up, strong uh, a, a person to to walk forward in His promises, to walk into His promises.
0: Yeah, and sometimes we have to be so faithful to the point where it, it, all those promises have to happen after our lifetime. Like it got yeah. me thinking of of Abraham; he was promised uh that he was going to be the father father of a nation of of like innumerable amount of people that are going to be coming from his line. And from that line, he, I mean, he had, you know, he had Ishmael and Isaac, but he only got to see what Isaac from that point. Yeah. And then yeah. that he, he died with the faith that through this son that, that he and his wife had a, at, a, at a very old age through his, this son, by the promise of God, is he going to have that nation? and And that is true today as we see it, obviously, looking back but but abraham has such great faith that all he saw was like literally a glimpse like like such mm-hmm. a small portion of it one out of like millions did he yeah. see and god worked through that too so it's mm-hmm. sometimes we're not going to see it sometimes it may not happen while we're here maybe it's, it's supposed to impact the next generation um for me personally i think we're one of the last if not the last generation on this earth so maybe maybe in that regard it, it doesn't apply but Uh, for different things god god always has a bigger purpose in mind and it's it's a lot of the times it's it's not just about us it's about the people around us it's about his glory and it's about uh basically furthering his kingdom here on earth
1: yeah and and that's exactly you hit it you hit it right on the head it's it's about furthering his kingdom and it's all about his kingdom and so um the way that the, the way that i kind of took certain circumstances that were very hard for me in my life was How can I use this to glorify God and to expand his kingdom, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because if the Lord allows it to go through your life, whether it's a a trial testing, um, there's certain things that the Lord may deliver you from, depression, anxiety. There's always a testimony to be shared of who God is. There's always a testimony to be shared of what what God has done in your life and what he can do in those that are around you, you know. Um, Hey, you know, you meet someone, you might have a friend that's struggling with depression, and you might have struggled with the same thing. You know, and the Lord gave you joy. He, he, he changed your life and he took away the sadness. Um, that's a testimony that you can share with your friend that's in depression. Like, hey, the Lord delivered me. He can give you joy. He can restore you. And he can He can he can uh, take away all that sadness and loneliness. And it's a testimony of, of who God is. And we, we need to share that for the purposes of expanding his kingdom.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I will make one correction for something I said Again, I don't want to edit this part out, but I do want to make a correction. Um, Abraham. Now that I'm thinking about it, Abraham had Isaac when he was about 100 years old, 101, around there. Uh, but he did live until I think 175, around that area. So uh, I'm not. Maybe I have to refresh my my memory on Genesis. But he could have seen, I guess, grandchildren. I don't know. But the point the point I'm making is that through his one son, did he have that nation? It wasn't like. He, he didn't see a lot of it. you know he didn't have the, all the tribes yet. He didn't have all that. but but I do want to say that just in case someone like someone more w- versed in scripture than me kind of points that out and kind of kind of haggles me for that. but but no, that, that, that's a good point. I mean at the end of the day, um, it's it's using these opportunities, even though they may seem grim um, from our perspective, but imagining what, what God sees his perspective, what, what he's the pieces that he's trying to move. Right. Um, yeah. it's like a chessboard. I mean, if you're, if you're the, if you're the, if you're the pawn, you know, like you're, you're not having much fun, right. Cause you're right there and you can't do much and you feel limited, but God is the one who's moving the pieces and, and he sees the whole board and he sees the whole game. So, yeah. um, I think, I think that that's important. Um, but I know we 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 talked about you know different things about God's year, but um, as time is wrapping up, time's really getting ahead of us. Uh, that means it was a good conversation, so that's that's great. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, if if there's uh, one thing, like one statement, one I don't know, call to action that you want to make uh, to the listeners out there regarding regarding this topic of God's year as opposed to my year or or my resolutions or my expectations. Um, if there's like a final statement that you want to make uh, to the people listening out there, what what is that, and what what will that be?
1: Yeah, so if we want this year to be the the year of the Lord for our lives, um, I believe it's essential for us to recenter our lives upon God, right, and and bring Him back to the center of it all. Why do we do what we do? We do what we do because of God, because of who He is, and because of what He has done for us, right? He has given us a new life. He has He has given us uh, the identity of a son of a daughter, and because of this, uh, we worship him. We 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 glorify him, and in a sense, we are called to live a life in obedience to him. And that is your spiritual worship. That is what you're called to do. And as you are you are uh, obedient to God and and living in that sacrifice, sacrificing your life. For him, for his kingdom. Understand that whatever you go through in life, whatever situation you you might be confronting, understand that uh, th- there's always a testimony to be shared for the expansion of his kingdom.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, let's keep that in mind, guys. Uh, going, you know, we're we're in January of 2022, and uh, we we do still have a lot of time in this year, but we don't have a single day to waste. And let, let's get on it. And let us just set, set, set our lives apart for the Lord. Yes, we can have social lives. Yes, we can have careers. But at, but at the end of the day, the core of it all, the heart of it all should be living our lives for the Lord to further His kingdom and to give Him glory always, every single day. And uh, Nate, thank you so much for, for being on here. I really appreciate it's it. Having... And uh, we're all enlightened by this conversation. Amen, amen. God bless you, brother. God bless you too. And uh, for those... Uh, if they want to find you on Instagram or the internet or wherever, uh, where can they find you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Nate Top. Uh,
1: that's my username. Yeah, if you want to uh, send me a follow. And if you have any questions, prayer requests, um, any kind of, you know, anything that you want to, you know, conversate about, feel free to, to send me a message and we can go forward from there.
0: Awesome. And I'll, I'll tag that on the Instagram post as well when I release that. Uh, Thank you all, you listeners out there for for tuning in. I know it's been uh, quite a bit of a break, but I do appreciate you guys supporting all along. Um, Just a couple of announcements similar to what we announced at the beginning of the episode. Uh, You can follow us on our Instagram, at The Potter's House, for any and all updates. Uh, We have multiple streaming platforms, most notably um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, both of which have uh, rating uh, features now. So Apple Podcasts, if you have an iPhone, click on that. Tap the stars, leave a written review. I'll read it on the show. And for Spotify, it now has the option to tap five stars. So do that as well. If even if you are already did one of them, please do the other. Uh, just because, like I said, uh, they've got a certain algorithm, and the exposure is connected to that algorithm and, and whatnot. So thank you guys for already uh, having having done that. If you did, if you've done that before. So um, we have the website, and then we just got a couple of episodes lined up. So. I have some series planned uh, it's gonna be some solo things so uh, you know keep me in prayer for that. let it be uh, giving God all the glory and uh, me being fully submissive to the Holy Spirit and all this all the decisions I make. So uh, that's that for this week. Thank you guys for tuning in. Happy New Year and we will see you next time.